This is the 24th Sunday in Ordinary Time, and you're listening to the Gospel of the Lord and the homily of Reverend Angelo Satino, pastor of Nativity of Our Lord Parish in Warminster, Pennsylvania. and his disciples set out for the villages of Caesarea Philippi. Along the way, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that I am? They said in reply, John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others one of the prophets. And he asked them, But who do you say that I am? Peter said to him in reply, You are the Christ. Then he warned them not to tell anyone about him. He began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed and rise after three days. He spoke this openly. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. At this he turned around and looking at his disciples, rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan. You are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. He summoned the crowd with his disciples and said to them, Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and that of the gospel will save it. The Gospel of the Lord. When we were kids, part of religion classes was memorizing the dates of certain feast days throughout the year. Those of you who have hair my color, or should have hair my color, probably remember that. And one of the dates that we memorized was September 14th. Remember what that is? Oh, boy. The Exaltation of the Holy Cross. The Feast of the Exaltation of the Holy Cross. So tomorrow we celebrate that feast day. And in today's Gospel, Jesus says... Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Take up his cross and follow me. In the first reading today from Isaiah, Isaiah is telling us that God is my help. No matter what happens to me with God as my strength, I will not despair, I will not be disgraced. In the reading from St. James, James is saying, your works should give witness to your faith, and vice versa. What he's really saying is, your lifestyle 
should speak your faith. And in the gospel, Jesus is asking the disciples, who do people say that I am? And who do you say that I am? My brothers and sisters, we prove ourselves who and what we are in the most difficult times of our existence. When our very lives depend on it. Not when everything's wonderful. It's easy to be a good Christian, a good Catholic, good married person, a good priest, when everything's wonderful in our lives and easy. We prove the depth of who and what we are when it's tough, really tough. What is our commitment? To who? To what? You and I know from our experience of life that life can change in the blink of an eye. There's a saying, God plan, man plans and God laughs. We have all these plans, but we don't know what the future might bring. In our ministry as priests, visiting people, dealing with people all the time, we find many tragic changes in life with the blink of an eye. A person goes to the doctor with a cold and finds out they have terminal cancer. A person goes out to have a good time with family and friends and dies in an accident. A couple is happily married, enjoying themselves, and one dies. In the blink of an eye, it all changes. And we have to be prepared. Jesus, in this gospel today, was saying to the disciples, Who do you say that I am? And then after Peter made his profession of faith, You know, you are the Son of God, you are the Messiah. Jesus says... I must go, be rejected, and put to death. And Peter says, no way. And what does Jesus do? He calls Peter Satan. Get behind me, you Satan. What he was doing was he was preparing the disciples for the fact that before the victory was complete, there would be suffering and death. He was preparing them for that. Because they were all enthralled with Jesus. His teachings, the miracles he was working, the things he was doing. And now he had to say, but there's going to be suffering before the victory is complete. And he was preparing them to deal with that suffering. Peter said, no, we don't want the suffering. He said, the suffering has to come. In this broken, sinful world, Jesus made it clear to us that before we enjoy the victory, suffering will be part of the journey. So he says, if you wish to come after me, pick up your cross and follow me. What's your cross? What's your cross? Everybody has a cross. 
Some people's crosses are more obvious than others. But I'll bet if I asked each one of you to write quietly what your cross is, everyone would have something inside they're struggling with. Something that causes them pain, discomfort, insecurity, whatever it may be. So how do you deal with that cross? Do you say to God, to Jesus like Peter did, God forbid that there be suffering. Or do you take up your cross with God's help and deal with it? So many people are so impressive in the way they deal with suffering. And some don't know how to deal with it at all. I remember the one parish I was in a number of years back, and I was listening to a conversation of some women. And they were talking about a particular woman in the parish. And actually what they were saying was true. Everybody knew it. But it was gossip. They said she loves to hang on the cross. And what they meant by that was she loved to go around telling people, woe is me, poor me, this happened, that happened, the other thing happened. That's how some people deal with their crosses. Other people pray to God for strength and with the support of family and good people and God's strength, they carry their crosses quietly and valiantly. So, are we committed to Jesus Christ? Are we committed to our faith? If we understand our faith, it's preparing us for the suffering that comes before the fulfillment of the victory. Everlasting life with God in heaven. Who do you say Jesus is? And one of the best ways you answer that question is by the way you carry your cross.